Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Scott Miller joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. How you handling your downtime there, Mr. Miller? <laughs> hey, Joni, how are you? I'm, uh, yeah, a lot more downtime than I figured. I will say this. Uh, fortunately, CBS, you know, today and tomorrow, running all those great old classic turn- NCAA tournament games today, That that's uh, <laughs> going to be helpful. And not only is it going to be helpful, but, you know, how we're all, you know, I mean, in times like this, we all need to be nicer to each other. I will say a game today reminded me to not be nice to a dear couple friends of mine, the uh, Christian Leitner, Duke, Kentucky game oh. way back when. So, so I've got these really good friends, my wife and I, Don and and uh, every time I talk, hear that game mentioned, I get into a bad mood, and I get on our friends Don and Kendall for being idiots because – who gets married in March during an NCAA tournament Saturday, <laughs> let alone that day. I missed the Christian Leitner game watching it live way back in the day because I was at my friend's wedding. Not that I'm still bitter about that and not that I don't bring that up to them even today. How could you idiots get married on that day? <laughs> Two things about that. Number one, um, I was in the house at the Spectrum for that mm. game that day. Wow. And here's the beauty of it, because I'm just a goofy sports talk show host. I don't need to hustle down after the game to get quotes from the coaches and the players and the like. So I'm sitting in the uh, press box at the uh, Spectrum, and right before Leitner drops it through the hoop, I would say at least two-thirds if not three-quarters of the members of the media who are sitting next to me have gotten up and have tried to make their quick way down because the old Spectrum was an old building back then and it wasn't the most direct way to get from a press box to a locker room. So all the guys left early, and I'm sitting there with about seven or eight other guys and everybody else has cleared out, and I saw one of the most talked-about plays in the history of college basketball uh, live, which was pretty cool. Sorry it didn't go your way. Uh, and number two, amazing. You mentioned the CBS games on TV. Damn if I haven't gotten every one of them right today. I wish I could have gotten good money down on these games because right? I'd be I'd be buying yachts and stuff because I've got every single game right that they've showed. Unbelievably so. I, a friend of mine texted, not Don and Kendall, another friend of mine texted, uh, whose daughter just graduated from North Carolina State. She played soccer, D1 soccer. In fact, she was... North Carolina State's captain, the women's soccer team, uh, for uh, I think the last three years, sophomore, junior, and senior year, and then uh, she graduated in June. Anyway, her mother texted me uh, this afternoon, California time, and in the middle of one of those games on CBS, you'll know which I'm talking about, she texted, remember, daughter, North Carolina State's grad, 
she texted me. She said, "Why do I still think Houston is going to come back? Is going to win this game?" <laughs> uh, no, I, I got that one right too. Unbelievably yeah, so. Did. It's yep, yep. it's amazing how good I am when the games have already been played. All right. Unfortunately, no games have been played in Major League Baseball. We don't know exactly when they are going to start again. I get it. I'm an impetuous fan. I want to know. I want speculation. I want guesses. They really can't. Uh, and and while the NHL and the NBA are even more hard-pressed because they are on the verge of ending their season, getting into postseason, MLB has a little bit more flexibility because they haven't even started their season. But how many games can they get in? Are they going to have to restructure the playoffs? All those other things. Um, they've been pretty tight-lipped. And the practical side of me says that's probably pretty damn smart by uh, Rob Manfred at all. The fan side of me says, come on, give me a clue. Give me something. Give me give me a morsel that I can snack on as to when I got to put my fantasy team together by. Give me both. Give me uh, both sides of the argument that Manfred's yep. doing the right thing by uh, not saying anything. And why the hell don't we have at least a minor clue as to when they're going to restart the game? Well, uh, to start with uh, the first part, um, yeah, the, about Manford doing the right thing, and, and, and I think they're doing right now the only thing they can. And I and here's the reason I think it's the right thing and the smart thing. Um, not only is it obviously a sensitive time in this country, uh, just for health reasons and for humanitarian reasons, but everything always trickles back to the business side of things, right? And my understanding, talking to baseball sources, and they're being tight-lipped with everybody, but uh, you know, Manfred and the owners and Tony Clark and the Players Union, they're still navigating through things behind the scenes, uh, such as, you know, how are players going to get paid this year? I mean, if, if whatever portion of the schedule is being played, you know, are players going to get only 40% of their salary or 60% or whatever? But all of that is going to come down to, I think, the service time issue and, and – and there's a lot of talk, you know, off the record behind the scenes about that seems to be one of the more contentious issues as they're trying to sort through everything. Uh, service time for 40 man roster guys, you know, if, 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 if you're a major leaguer, if you're a minor leaguer and you're on the 40 man roster, what are the issues they need to sort through? Service time, if, if you're, uh, you know, 40 man roster player, but you don't even get to the majors this year, do you still get some service time? Um, and so I think they're being really, really tight-lipped. Everybody's on lockdown, essentially, is my understanding, uh, because, number one, these are sensitive issues. They're negotiating behind the scenes before they even get to how many games are we going to play. It's like, what, what are we going to agree on, you know, business-wise? And, and secondly, not only are they sensitive within the world of baseball, but now you take it back out to the world at large where we're all, everybody's worried about, you know, health and, and, and the economic fallout and everything. And it would be incredibly insensitive, obviously, if baseball wasn't on lockdown and these arguments behind the scenes that need to be negotiated, the business stuff, if all that trickle out right now, and if they were negotiating in the public forum, it, it would be incredibly crass. And so that's why I think, the stuff needs to get worked out, but it needs to get worked out behind locked doors. And, and I think that's why you're seeing silence right now and why it's smart. I hope they 
work this stuff out soon. I mean, it's not going to go on forever. I'm thinking sometime this upcoming week. Hopefully they're going to come out of those closed doors and say, okay, we've reached some agreements on some of the business side. So, you know, and then from there, maybe talk a little bit more. Now, that's the first part of your question. Second part, obviously, I think at this point, June is the earliest uh, you're going to see opening day. I mean, I hope, I hope, hope, hope we can do that. Um, but the one of the few things that baseball said publicly, and that leaves us the breadcrumb trail to, to the season, is after the CDC last Sunday, six days ago now, when the CDC came out and recommended no group gatherings of more than 50 people for the next eight weeks, um, baseball issued a statement. It was either that night, Sunday night, or I think it might have been Monday saying, hey, we're following the CDC guidelines. So I think that's a pretty big clue. Um, I think whatever the CDC says as we move through this, I think you're going to see baseball and many others follow suit as well. So from that perspective, what we know now, the CDC is recommending this eight-week kind of quarantine situation. My hope is as many people as possible listen to that. Maybe this eight-week period, we can kind of beat back this virus, and then maybe on the other end of it, we can at least emerge a little bit, if not life as normal, maybe a little bit, and then we'll go from there. But that's why I don't think baseball is going to open until at least June. I think you've got a real good read on it. Scott Miller from Bleacher Report, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. All right. One, to take it a step further on one of the things you said, they are doing what they need to do, negotiating behind the scenes, service time, payment, all those things, yep. certainly very necessary. And you've got to do it in an almost theoretical way because you don't know exactly when you're going to restart the game. But these are very smart men, and they'll do their due diligence and do it the way that they have to do it. But as diligent as they may be, there might not be a a position where they can come to an agreement on. Um, And at some point, uh, we're going to get a season restarted. And if they're not on the same page, it will get crass and or ugly and it will start to leak out uh, by choice of one of the two sides. So a lot has to do with the temperature between... Rob Manfred and Tony Phil and uh, Tony Clark, the head of the two right. bargaining sides. We just had an issue with the Astros cheating, which has kind of been forgotten. And I, at least the Astros are benefiting from this because they're not getting booed anywhere because it's staying in their homes, or at least I hope they are. Um, the Astro players did, in my opinion, dodge bullets. I think Rob Manfred kind of had to do it, but he can say, hey, listen, I didn't come down on any of your players with that old cheating thing. And other team, other guys lost their job and their livelihood and everything else. What do you think right now is or was before they started this negotiation? What do you think the relationship, how would you characterize the relationship between Manfred and Clark? Well, I think it's prickly right now. I, I based on the last three years, at least, you know, when, like we, you and I and others have talked about, Jody, this past winter, free agency seemed to return somewhat back toward normal. But obviously the previous two off-seasons, the players were angry. And, and that anger is not going away overnight. And I think as a result of that, there's been some, uh, some trust issues. I think there's not as much trust between each side as there has been in, in – the near recent past, I think some of that's eroded. Um, you know, I think uh, the way the owners, with the way free agencies uh, uh, been shaken up, 
Um, I think the way the owners of certain clubs have basically followed the Houston Cubs model, Houston and Cubs model, by stripping down and going into non-competitive mode while they try to rebuild, I mean, that's directly affected free agency. And the Players Union, uh, I know they feel that's a huge issue in the game, competition, and I think a lot of us would agree with that because, you know, the last couple of years has been some really, really bad product out on the field. The Baltimore Orioles, Seattle Mariners, uh, Florida Marlins, on and on and on. Um, so I think the atmosphere between the two sides right now is, you know, prickly at best. And I think the other thing, as you know well, the, the, I think two things here are going to go hand in hand. Um, the the basic agreement expires after the 2021 season. So that's before all the coronavirus stuff hit. In baseball world, we were all talking already about, you know, oh my gosh, in the next two years before the basic agreement expires after 2021, are they going to be able to figure something out or is the current toxic atmosphere going to lead to a work stoppage? Well, that obviously is down the road right now but this current negotiations on how to handle this season it's almost now tied to the basic agreement 2021 i mean it's almost like they were forced to sit down earlier than expected and and are serious negotiating sooner than expected and you just from the sidelines here especially given the world condition we all hope that even if the atmosphere between the players and the owners is prickly right now that they can work through a lot of these issues they've got to work through. When the game comes back, and uh, we're just very generally speculating uh, potentially sometime in June, will there be any changes in baseball because of what the country has gone through uh, that that would have an effect on the field, uh, separation of teammates or anything like that? I'm sure you've given this some thought and come up with a thing or two as to how they're going to handle it going forward. What are you intrigued to see as soon as baseball restarts with how the game is affected? Well, the the first thing I think is kind of where we left off when they suspended spring training, uh, gosh, it seems like two years ago now, or doesn't it? It was, it was a week ago Thursday is when the suspension of spring training came down. And I think the first thing, when baseball comes back, which hopefully will be this year, this summer sometime, first thing I think is going to be as if we get through the worst of this coronavirus and then we all can kind of come out the other side and begin to like come out of our houses and begin to – to so to go out into public again. The question to me will be, will baseball start with no fans in the stands? Because I think hopefully, eventually, obviously, we've got to get through this, and there will be public gatherings again. But when we begin to get the first signs of life is, is returning back to normal, I, I wonder if it's going to be step by step. You know, in other words, instead of like, okay, next Friday, the coronavirus is passed. Next Friday, every boom, business is normal. I, I can't believe we're going to go from all these quarantine measures overnight to business as normal. So that tells me as we ease into things, I wonder if baseball teams will be allowed to get together to resume workouts whereas in doing that, it'd be like, okay, you can get together in smaller groups, but we can't 
put a bunch of fans in the stadiums yet. And I think, I wonder if we're going to get back to games start to be played and then they'll be televised, but no fans yet for whatever it is, the first two weeks, three weeks, month of the season. Um, I do wonder if that's uh, one of the first stark possibilities we'll see. And uh, we're getting that now with horse racing. They've got tracks open. The competitors yeah. are competing, but there's no one else at the track. There's no uh, fans. There's no betting. There's no nothing. Betting's going on, but you got to have an electronic account to do that. You're not doing it at the track. Right. I would not be surprised if baseball does the exact same thing. Scotty, good stuff. I appreciate you coming on. Just shooting the breeze. We'll probably have you on again to shoot the breeze before the season starts, too. Uh, enjoy time with your family. Uh, you as well, Joe. I hope you and all the listeners are safe and healthy, and uh, let's all kind of hunker down together and do what we need to do to uh, keep as many people as possible, especially with all our loved ones, safe and sound when we get through the other side. Wise words from a wise man. Scott Miller, uh, MLB insider for Bleacher Report, here with us on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.